Welcome to the Digital Week. I'm Monica Bradley, and joining me for the Digital Week this week, Michael Roseman. Monica, lovely seeing you. Marek Kwakowicz. How are you? Awesome to be back again. That's great. It has been a while. It has been a while. It's mm. an exciting year. We've been off changing the world one business model at a time. <laughs> Interesting times. A lot in the press uh, at present time around strategy, digitization, digitalization. Everyone mm. has one. Every business publication I pick up is talking about where's my market leadership coming from my strategy around digital. Mm. But Marek, tell me, you wrote a very good piece this week. Tell me what your take is on. That's right. So. Um, over the past few months, I actually realized I, I don't, I'm not sure what's the difference between digitization and digitalization. And so okay, let's get that right. Yeah. Digitization. Right. And digitalization. Digital, okay. Right? I thought they were synonyms, really, because, well, people were using them like synonyms. So, I thought, you know, I need to dig deeper and try to understand what's the difference or perhaps almost create, you know, new definitions. So I wrote that, that short piece, which really boils down to highlighting a difference between the two terms, digitization, the shorter of the two, is all about technology. It's all about applying uh, new technologies on the existing business models, operations of your organizations to make it operate better. And we've seen it from probably 1980s. We didn't call it digitization by the, uh, back then, by the way, but we've seen it a lot. Digitalization, the longer one with the AL in the middle, digitalization is all about completely new ways of thinking. Right? It's all about looking at the technology that you might already have and then thinking what new new, what new value does it enable? And in my view, a truly digital business is both digitized and digitalized. Wow. Okay. I'm going to let that sink oh. in. And as a, you know, someone who has like dyslexia into how I put my words together, <laughs> just missing an owl makes a big difference. Michael, you've come from business process yes. engineering, right? Yes. You're the engineer, the designer, lots of stuff. I like to call it left-hand side, right-hand yep. side. So if we go left side, digitization, tell me about what you see in that space. Why is that even still sexy? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Marek. We know this since the 70s and 80s. We used to call it automation. It was all about blending what a system can do towards the problems. And this is where our terminology came from. Pain points, root causes, lean, Six Sigma. Automation is a massive pain relief to the organization. I like now, that pain relief. <laughs> that, that topic, of course, is Marek is not gone. So we see the sort of second wave automation 2.0, you call it digitization. Yeah, yeah. Now it's not just implementing a massive piece of software and replacing paper. We do a robotic workflow, we do machine learning, we use voice to, to talk to the government. So we, we see enter a new level of sophistication mm. in that space of what you call digitization. Mm. Absolutely. And then the digitalization, Marek. And, and the, the digitalization the right is all about exploring what is the new value that can be created that was not possible before. It's all about creation rather than just automation, right? So yes, we could be applying digital technologies. Yes, we could apply, be applying robots, but if the only thing that we do is replacing traditional processes, let's say human processes, with automated processes. Or if the only thing that we do is putting robots in exactly the same spots where we had humans, 
this is not yet creation. This is not creation of a completely new value. When we start thinking about that IT, the technology that we have, and we start to think, what does it enable that wasn't possible before at all? Not scale, but the type of new possibilities, that's the digitalization. Okay, mm -hmm. so if I'm a CEO or I'm on the board as I am on a number of companies and I think about the things that keep me awake at night, you know, I, I'm seeing an agenda around innovation where people are bringing me digital strategies and they're telling me we must do this, we must do that. A lot of it, what as I now understand it, would be digitization, right? It's Michael's mm -hmm. side of the fence. They're asking me to get data analytics involved. They're asking me to make sure that my, every element of my business is captured in a digital format so that we can leverage the data. Um, they're asking us to do develop new channels that are largely digital. So still left side? I agree. I think a lot of executives have sleepless nights because they worry about the left side. They worry about I don't automate, I don't streamline enough. Or will they, it fail? Or will it fail? Am I spending on the wrong technology? Correct, correct. Okay. On the right-hand side, let's go straight to the right, I'm staying awake at night wondering what's coming around the corner that I can't see that might disrupt me or might change impact on my business. What, or is there value I'm leaving on the table from my current assembly of assets being organized in a different way? That's right. I'm, I'm staying sleepless because I know that there are new opportunities. I know that there are new possibilities. I just don't know what they are. Okay. So, I probably disagree. I, I fear you sleep really well and you shouldn't because you don't That's know right. what's ah, possible. Yeah. So I like we conscious incompetence. Yeah. That's right. You sleep too okay. well. So we've got Michael on board. I can sleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have Marek on board. I should be. I should be awake. You should be awake. <laughs> Maybe not, not exactly. Okay, so let's delve another layer down. Mm. You know, what are the attributes at an organizational level I might notice? Like on the left-hand side, what style, how does it operate? So this is where we have a whole tradition of, of thinking like a business analyst. We, mm. we unpack problems, we're very analytical, we're very logical. We typically end up with very predictable outcomes. Mm. And it's typically a, a very well-defined business case. So it can yeah. be measured? Can be measured. Those KPIs can be right on the line. Correct. So we've got Cost reports, dashboards, KPIs, yeah. uh, project management, textbook, exercising, typically utilizing proven technologies. Yeah. So I'm going to see at the board level or at the C-suite level, I'm going to see an efficiency upgrade. So I'm going to make more money because what I currently do today is going to cost me less or I'm going to do more with less. Correct. So yeah. we, we take out variation, we reduce cost to serve, we increase the predictability of the organization. Okay. Let's go right-hand side, That's Mark. Right. And by the way, and, uh, you know, this approach that Michael just described is absolutely correct and perfect in specific circumstances where Got the it. markets are not crowded and so on. But the moment we move into the so-called red ocean where, you know, we have cutthroat competition. Was that like what blue ocean used to be? Yeah, so, so the opposite of a blue ocean oh, okay, is a red ocean, ocean okay. where you have everyone competing for, oh, like you know, a shark the, tank. Exactly. Oh. Uh, so, so okay. you know, in a red, red ocean, basically that sort of salami slicing your business models, those micro improvements do not take you anywhere. Mm -hmm. You really need to sort of break out and and start thinking differently. So, so this is where the traditional ways of thinking uh, are necessary, but not enough for success. So then you need to apply those new ways of thinking, exploration of potentially new business models, experimentation, perhaps running uh, sidecar business models where you still have your cash cow, but you experiment with a completely new approach as well. So if I'm hearing you correctly, on the left-hand side, digitization is about really operating model. That's my focus. I'm making that the best it can possibly be using every available 
available technology. And on the right hand side, I'm looking at the business model innovation. So yep. what's I'm working on the model, I'm not working in the operating model, I'm working on the outside business model. That's right. And and and, and you never have a final business model. So you keep ref a business model, you keep refining it, right? So you know you're not designing for a particular state you're designing for continuous change. Okay, um, some examples. Have we got someone who's working left-hand side intensively, right-hand side, any companies you can think of at the moment? I mean, if I take uh, Amazon Prime, mm. for me it's a typical example for the left side, where, where someone went, deployed the latest technology, predictive shopping, predictive forecasting, utilizing latest digital technologies, but ultimately optimized within the business model. Still selling me carrots, celery. But? That's right. Cost are reduced, time is reduced. So if, if cost and time matters, then I think the left side is very much a valid option. Take, take seeing the right hand side. Take any digital organization, any you know big name that you can think of, search engines, mobile phone producers, and so on, and think about the industry they're in. Then uh, move five uh, five years back and ask what industry they were in five years ago. They typically move from industry mm. to industry. They're in yeah, like search engines now. Not a telecommunications company. Uh, it's a technology right. company. That's Correct. that's probably the those sort of words. You right? have Everyone's companies in you know media streaming that move to media production, right. for instance. Okay. Right. They completely. They, they're never stuck to a particular okay. industry. And if I'm looking at, uh, specifically, we like to work on the jobs of the future. So what sort of talent, if I'm the C-suite or if I'm in the decision-making roles, do I look for to in order that I'm getting this balance with left and right-hand side, digitization, digitalization? What, for instance, Michael, are you seeing as the leading talents you need for digitization? So, so right now, it's still the exploration of really emerging technologies machine learning, artificial intelligence, blockchain. voice recognition, blockchain, but with a focus on how do they help me to streamline my often cost or time-centered business model. All about efficiency. Correct. Making the best you possibly can be. Or is it also about creating then digital assets that can be applied by Marek in new ways? Hmm. That, that could be a side effect. So hmm. we could use this to develop an incredibly data-rich environment and this oversupply of data might lead to new digital assets that could okay. be commercialized. Right. A talents on the right-hand side? So the moment you have this data-rich environment, a skill that is absolutely required is an ability to look at the data and understand the patterns. Design. The, sort of the inductive, deductive thinking, seeing the big picture from the small uh, elements and the other way around. Design, creation, ability to to spot new trends, right? So that ability to continuously scan the environment. These are all mostly soft skills mm. that are enabled by the hard skills that Michael talked about. Streaming from, uh, it's coming really from the creation design stream of thinking as opposed to engineered skills. Yeah. Is that a little bit of the break? That, that could be a focus. Mm. So we've got analysis versus design or, mm. or the kind of more uh, streamlining of what, what we've seen as opposed to the creating of something entirely new. So I think there's a bit of a yin and yang, but it's important right. that both is needed, both is equally important, and sometimes the left could be more important than the right or yep. the other way around. Right. What about jobs? What's a job title of what we're seeing in the future? Mary, why don't you start us off? What are some of these new job titles? Well, so 
the discussion that we had to, today, I think there's there's a, an absolute need for someone who creates those new business models. So are they an architect, like a business model architect? That's right, and and you know an architect that continues to be an architect, you know, is never Refines. happy with their creation. I don't think right? architects yeah. are ever happy with their creation. That's a good point. <laughs> because once they hand over the house, which would be once you've designed it, presumably in the new world, they know how they would improve. You've got it. a business model. Yeah. It then goes to Michael's highly efficient uh, left-hand digitization yeah. site, and there's That's a lot right. of implementation or adoption, right? That's right? Correct, correct. So, yeah. so an example that I would imagine is like the convenience designer. We talked about experience design, oh, which yeah. made us on the right. Yeah. But we obsess with convenience design. How do I make sure that your fridge is full, yeah. your car finds a car park, yeah. and your car's insured? Or even optimization. Well, yeah. optimization is, 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 of course, a buzzword heavily used on the but left. But personal optimization. Personal. Hi, I think mm. it's hyper convenience versus yeah. hyper experience. Oh, That's Michael, right. you done and, it again. Yeah. You have it, done it again. Uh, I love that. <laughs> That's very, very cool. Excellent. So coming to the last word, again, we're talking today about um, digital strategies, largely as a generic topic, and the difference between digitalization and digitization. That's right. right. Marek, tell us about your last words on it. What would you like C-Suite and our listeners to hear about this? What can they do today in their business? Well, first of all, they need to bring this clarity to their conversations. When they talk about digitization, they need to ask this question. Are we really talking about digitization? Are we talking about automation? Are we talking about mass production? And so on and so on. Are we perhaps talking about digitalization? So I would like organizations to really add the clarity to, uh, to the language. And Michael, the, you're always the ampersand. <laughs> you are my ampersand, as well as my thinking husband. Um, but it's the end, isn't it? It is the end. I think it's, it's being able to play in both games. But I also like to highlight often the, the digital economy emphasizes the, the goodness of the creation, the obsession with design, creativity, right. and innovation. Mm. Well, I think it's of equal, if not even of higher importance, to, to keep on capitalizing on latest technologies for nothing else than maximizing ex uh, convenience and uh, efficiency. And the, and the most startling example of exactly that point came to me this week in a session we did with um, a government mm. agency where the digitalization of, of legislation if we don't digitize what we've legislated, we can't then create new business models for how we engage with government. They give us whole new opportunities. So as we come to the end, again, guys, awesome time. Um, thank you, Marek, for your time, and Michael. Thank Thanks, you. Uh, please, we are really interested in um, our listeners. So if this is something that you're seeing in your business, can you? Let's let's engage in this conversation. Let's find LinkedIn. We're at Chair Digital Economy at Twitter. Uh, come back and give us your examples of which do you find, or are you in the Ampersand Michael mm. world of are you digitizing and digitalizing at the same time? It's an ever-ending question. But we're here today to make sense of those topics so you can improve your business. Thanks for listening. I'm Monica Bradley, and this is the PwC Chair in the Digital Economy.